Hello, everyone, and welcome to Joe's Tango Podcast, where we have in-depth and meaningful conversations with various instructors, organizers, and musicians in the colorful and exciting world of Argentine tango. I'm your host, Joe Yang. Thank you very much for joining us. As students of tango, we're mostly occupied with the technical aspects of the dance, which mainly involves learning new figures, improving our technique, communicating with our partners, and figuring out how to move to the music. But there's a lot more to tango than just technical stuff. The people we'll meet on the show have dedicated a great deal of time and in many cases their professional lives to this dance. They've accumulated insights, ideas, and perhaps even philosophies that can prove eye-opening and invaluable to our growth as tango dancers. But within the limited time frame of a lesson or workshop, there's often not much of an opportunity for these thoughts to be shared. And it's the goal of this podcast to help fill that missing space. Okay, and with me today is a fabulous teacher, dancer, choreographer, and organizer from a wonderful tango community near the great city of Detroit, Michigan. You know him as Mr. James Valentino. James has a long history with dancing. He's been professionally involved in dancing since 1998. And although he's best known for Argentine tango, James also teaches American smooth and rhythm. He's competed and won a number of competitions. He's the owner of City Style Tango, an awesome studio that I've had the pleasure of visiting on several occasions. James does an absolutely ridiculous amount of dancing. I don't know how he does it. James, welcome to the show, and thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Joe. Thanks for having me. <laughs> yeah. So I know there's a lot more to your, uh, to your list of accomplishments. I hope I got that, got that somewhat correct. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the gist of it. <laughs> okay. So yeah, so sticking with Argentine tango, I know you've been doing it for a long time. Uh, can you describe to the audience that the moment when you knew you wanted tango to be a big part of your life? Uh, funny, funny thing with uh, tango. So uh, as you mentioned, I started in uh, general ballroom. Mm -hmm. And in general ballroom, they don't even allow you to attempt to learn Argentine tango as an instructor until oh. you're certified silver in the other dances. Mm -hmm. So uh, I wasn't exposed to Argentine tango, but I, I saw it and uh, American tango became the, uh, the tango that I gravitated to oh. in the lieu of uh, Argentine until I can get, uh, get my hands on it. Mm. So before I even started to do Argentine tango, I was already known as Mr. Tango. <laughs> okay. Because with the American tango, I just gave it as much as I could because it had the most drama, the most uh, passion. You could be the most expressive mm -hmm. in all of the ballroom dances, in my opinion, in the uh, American tango. Mm. So uh, American tango was uh, uh, where I started to have my passion for the tango in itself. So when I was, uh, as I taught at a franchise and there was an Argentine tango right down the street. This is uh, Utica, Argentine tango, Detroit. Okay. Uh, so as an instructor at a franchise, I snuck down to Utica <laughs> to take a ballroom, I mean, an Argentine tango lesson, just the oh, basic. Oh, that's awesome. So it just so happens the day that I go, they're shooting their commercial. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. So it's cameras everywhere. And I'm like, um, I can't be in this commercial. It's like, I, I want to dance, but um, <laughs> you can't show my face in the commercial. So so in Argentine Tango Detroit, uh, the other tango uh, in this community, mm -hmm. I'm literally in their commercials. Uh. <laughs> uh, so from there, I took uh, the ballroom approach to studying Argentine tango, uh -huh. which the ballroom approach is 
you study the syllabus, you mm-hmm. study the video, mm-hmm. you bring in a coach, and a cano- and a coach connects the dots for you. I see. So uh, I, I was studying the video, studying studying the syllabus, and then when you looked at the uh, videos of other people dancing tango, it's like this doesn't look the same. It's uh, like something's different here. Mm-hmm. So as I began to dance in the tango community, uh, people would always say, which is it's a backhanded compliment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you dance ballroom? It's like, yes, I do. I can tell. Uh, you, feel, you feel like a ballroom dancer. Mm. So it's like, yeah, I am a ballroom dancer. So, yeah, I guess I should feel like that. But it's not the time to be telling me that. So I need to <laughs> need to work on that a bit. Uh. So then um, I began to uh, seek out teachers of Argentine tango only that came from Argentina. Ah, okay. It's like, I want to hear from someone directly from Argentina mm-hmm. um, about tango because I've already heard uh, other people who aren't from there say something and they're giving, getting me backhanded compliments. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, uh, Carlos, whose last name I can't um, remember, this mm-hmm. was uh, 2011 or so. Okay. Uh, someone brought him to Detroit. And I was like, wow, there's an Argentinian here. That's crazy. So I uh, <laughs> took some privates with him, went to all his groups, uh, went to his milongas. It's mm-hmm. just, I was just so excited. And um, he was encouraging. He was like, you got it. I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Argentinian said I have it. <laughs> nice. Nice. Um, so then um, uh, when a teacher would come here from time to time, usually to Ann Arbor, mm-hmm. uh, Ann Arbor is where the uh, biggest uh, tango community is in our, right. our Detroit area. Right, right. Uh, I would go down and um, take with them. So uh, I was taking with the likes of uh, uh, Carolina and uh, Donato. Mm-hmm. Uh, they regularly came. Luis and um, Daniela, mm-hmm. uh, they would come here to Ann Arbor also. But then um, someone from the tango community asked, had I ever gone to a festival? Ah. Like, no, I've, I've never been to a festival. Mm-hmm. You should go to Baltimore when we go to Baltimore. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, okay. <laughs> so then, uh, they were like, yeah, you're going to go see this amazing teacher. And I'm like, okay. They was like, uh, uh, you know Chicho, don't you? And I'm oh, like, no, yeah. who is Ooh. that? Who is Chicho? I'm like, yeah, who, who is Chicho? I don't know anyone. I'm sorry. I don't mm-hmm. know anyone. So then uh, they're like, Chicho is just the best. And Chicho is this. And I'm like, okay, cool. Got to go see that. <laughs> Man, I get in Chicho's class. I was like, oh, my goodness. Wow. I am home. Mm. I am home. He was <laughs> the first person who was largely respected uh, by the tango community mm-hmm. who, in my opinion, danced like me. Ah, uh, okay. Like, I, I, I felt like. The things that he was saying, and first of all, the first thing he said was, um, uh, tango is for you to express yourself, so it's not for you to dance it like me. It's not for you to dance it like this person. It's for you to understand it and find your own voice or have your own expression through tango. Mm. And he would say, like, um, when when you dance and someone can say, oh, you get taught by this teacher, you, you get ta- uh, taught by that teacher, mm-hmm. he said, that's not the way it's supposed to be. Mm. You, you take what they give you and you make it your own. You find the tango inside yourself. So I'm like, okay. He, he gave me permission to 
uh, dance the way that I, I, oh, I choose to interpret uh, great, Argentine great. tango. Yeah, so for those of you who are listening who may not know Chicho from Boli, he's at this point just one of the biggest tango stars in the world. People scramble to take his lessons. That must have been a, been a really crowded class. It was. Yeah. yeah. So I thought that was the norm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> because if you look at any of his videos mm-hmm. it's completely crowded so then um yeah. and then it was like uh he has he has a max on his class it's uh 25 couples and then he uh, cuts it off i see but wow that's a lot of people <laughs> yeah so uh mm-hmm. yeah he was just inc- he was just incredible mm-hmm. so yeah so you basically you you just said i'm gonna do this and you jumped in sneaking into a tango class right and you just kept chasing it Right. It was, hey, we got you went to this, this gathered to Ann Arbor. Then they said, hey, we're going to to uh, Tango Element, right, in Baltimore. Correct. Correct. And yeah, you just kept chasing and jumping deeper and deeper. Just that's that's great. That's yeah. Awesome. So I followed Chicho for I was going to see Chicho uh, twice a year for the next couple of years. Mm. So uh, and um, I started to like just really go go back to Chicho. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, except for uh, when someone would come here to Michigan, Leonardo and Soul, uh, uh-huh. they're another uh, staple couples that uh, that I uh, trained with uh, when they would come here to Detroit. Okay, but yeah, just um, all of my other dancing studies just dropped. If yeah. that stopped, <laughs> just dropped. It was like just adding on to tango, adding on tango understanding, understanding mm-hmm. tango, understanding tango. It's so complex. It gives you. It's so rewarding in yeah. its complexity. Yeah. And it's and its simplicity. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're, so when you first started tango, your your transition from beginner to a more experienced dancer. You know, there's a point with a lot of students where it's kind of awkward for them at first, mm-hmm. and then something just happens. There's that turning point. Now, did you ever have that with Argentine tango? Given all the other dance experience you had. Uh, kinda, and in a way, I didn't. Okay. Uh, because I've I was trained in so many different uh, dances mm-hmm. from from just growing up in the streets dancing uh, hip hop. Uh, okay. To learning the ballroom dance, mm-hmm. so going from in the streets where you just freestyling and doing whatever the music tells you to do, mm. to going to ballroom where it's structured and they give you uh, assignments for. Uh, what you're supposed to be doing. I see. I see. Uh, so then I'm going into uh, tango. Mm-hmm. First, just being a dancer from Michael Jackson videos. <laughs> I'm talking. I'm talking about like just not being afraid of a dance floor at all. Okay. First, first I had that. Mm-hmm. Me and the dance floor, we always been homeboys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so in that regard, I always have a lot of confidence when it comes to dancing. Okay, great. Even when I don't know much about. Uh, what it is I'm doing, I, I'm just confident in whatever it is mm-hmm. um, I am doing. Mm-hmm. So, like, I was known as Mr. Tango in the ballroom community, and I only knew about five patterns. Mm, okay. But I danced those patterns like I had been dancing. I mean, I danced the crap out of those. <laughs> <laughs> out of those, like, you would think for, for a long time, people thought that I knew much more about tango than I did uh-huh. because of uh, the way I would change the quote-unquote patterns of basic steps. Mm-hmm. I would just walk in basic steps, which by default would start to look like more complex steps because I was just taking mm-hmm. basic steps but doing them in uh, a different arrangement. Uh, okay. So it felt like I was 
doing more than mm-hmm. just basic stuff, but I, I really wasn't. However, mm-hmm. the actual tango community, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, there was an adjustment period, especially where milongas are concerned. Uh. So the last time I saw Chicho, mm-hmm. uh, I said, you've seen me a few times now. What's what's your uh, recommendation for me going forward in my training? What, what do I need to do uh, mm-hmm. the most? He said, get you a consistent partner, find a partner, and go to more milongas. Mm-hmm. Uh, and at the time, I wasn't going to many milongas, if any at all, because I, I also own a dance studio that encompasses more than Argentine tango. Mm-hmm. So I'm usually putting in lots of hours at the studio. Okay. Uh, so then when I would go to a milonga, uh, it was, I, I would enjoy myself to a degree if the floor was thin. Okay. However, if the floor was thick, I felt so constrained. Ah. Uh, I, it was difficult to 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 move about in, in a traffic that was just completely packed. Uh huh. Um, and then um, the tango community they kind of make you earn your stripes. Mm-hmm. So they're not kind about welcoming you into the fold. It's like show mm-hmm. us that you've done the due diligence to be out here on the floor and operate. Yeah. So in that regard, it was a, uh, it was difficult even for myself, uh, a accomplished and confident dancer. It was difficult to find my way to navigate on a um, crowded tango floor, mm. mm-hmm. especially um, being so new. And though I had the, uh, the training of uh, Chicho and others under my belt, mm-hmm. my my foundation came from like a ballroom syllabus mm-hmm. and like patterns. I see. So they didn't necessarily interact with the floor mm-hmm. the way you had practiced them. Yeah, exactly. Just taking it from the class onto the floor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just trying it out. It's like, mm-hmm. yeah, you can... Sp- it's like you know you can take it's like being a pilot you can spend all the time with a simulator but once right, you get behind exactly the, in the cockpit yeah wow so uh can you describe your journey from dancer tango dancer to tango teacher what was that like uh well again coming from the uh franchise school of thought mm-hmm. uh the best way to learn to teach is to teach yeah so i Whenever I learn something, I really like I spend hours on the dance floor mm-hmm. by myself, mm-hmm. analyzing, unraveling, picking at, scrutinizing uh, things that I'm doing, things that I'm learning to see if the um, understanding, um, in my opinion, something that is true should hold up under scrutiny. Yeah. So scrutinize uh, what's going on, look at it and analyze it and see if it holds up. And when it does, you can you can be more solid. And when you talk about it, mm-hmm. so then uh, getting beginning people. First of all, tango is so complex, right? That as a beginner student, mm-hmm. it's easy to become overwhelmed. Yeah, and it's uh, it's because uh, it's so simple. But a, a teacher told me recently, simple doesn't mean easy. Right. <laughs> So it comes a little easy to me. So mm-hmm. then sometimes there was a uh, a bridge that wasn't being connected. When I'm saying, yes, it's, it's easy. It's, they like, yeah, you're saying it's easy, but <laughs> that's not translating, sir. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so just uh, 
uh, knowing uh, the little bit about the basics, mm -hmm. uh, just trying to get people to do, um, trying to get people to dance to the level that I'm dancing as mm -hmm. I continue to be a student. Yeah. So uh, they were saying about growing a community or uh, being a good leader. A good leader does it, teaches it, and then teaches somebody else to be a leader. Mm -hmm. So uh, I went after it myself. I taught people what I knew. Mm -hmm. As limited as it was when it was, the more that I taught them about what I knew, the more I understood what I knew, which mm -hmm. opened more doors to what I didn't know. Mm -hmm. And I um, just continue to uh, be a humble student myself. Just seek out like tango will humble you. That's yeah. for sure. Yes, it does. <laughs> so you don't walk into the room thinking um, I'm the big bad tango stuff. Mm -hmm. and you don't have any kind of big bag tangle time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you get that experience on the floor. Uh -huh. Yeah. Yeah. So um, as a teacher, uh, I'm sure you see a lot of tango students with potential, but mm -hmm. often their progress is held up, not, you know, not due to lack of uh, ability, but mm -hmm. but mental blocks. What Listen, I was going to say lack of an um it's really a lack of understanding. I've been mm. saying recently uh, to dance tango is to understand tango. Mm -hmm. it's, it's, not a, it's not an automatic pilot dance like some other dances that you can do. Mm -hmm. um, with some dances, once you start the rhythm, okay, that's it. Mm -hmm. we, we're we're going to be doing this or mm -hmm. some version of this where tango is your conversation. Mm -hmm. y it's you, you decide what's going on. So... That, that that was a, a tricky transition mm -hmm. uh, as far as teaching because uh, a beginning person can easily become overwhelmed with mm -hmm. the overwhelming options of tango being so improvised. Mm -hmm. So finding a way to give it a uh, give it structure, which uh, for me, I started studying tango in 2010. Mm -hmm. It's 2017. I just started my first series that I feel like can really just grow a beginner from mm -hmm. uh, understanding the foundation uh, last month. Okay. So all the time up till then was just me trying to really get an understanding of what it is I'm doing and what mm -hmm. it is that I can get people to do uh, versus uh, where people are trying to get with their tango. Mm -hmm. So uh, it, it just took a, it takes time to understand it but you need to understand it to dance it. You yeah. need to understand it as a language mm -hmm. to dance it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I really like what you said, how you just you just jump in, put yourself out there, because you know, there's this old saying, you know, that you gotta, you gotta be, be jumping off of cliffs and building our wings on the way down. Um, mm -hmm. That's just really the great way to do it. How do you, how do you instill that kind of uh, thinking in, in students? Is there, a, is there a way that you can get them to see it that way? Uh, it's, it's tricky, mm -hmm. uh, easier for some than others. Okay. Um, yeah. I was just talking to a, a student, uh, yesterday that I was trying to get to do a, a demonstration mm -hmm. and she said, after heavy consideration, we've decided we're going to stay in the shell and not let our light shine. Oh. <laughs> and it's, and it's like, uh, you know, but you keep putting it in front of them mm -hmm. and encouraging and, and letting them know that it's, it's inside it's inside you. Like mm -hmm. you don't have to show out for anybody else. Uh, just be you. Mm -hmm. uh, this particular student doesn't have the confidence in herself mm -hmm. uh, that she would like. But the, the miles on the road 
they're there. Mm-hmm. She, she, she's there where she wishes she could be. She's there. Mm-hmm. But uh, we, we still have to grow through our past, mm-hmm. um, uh, where we grew up, uh, how we interacted with our family, how we uh, uh, were looked at in school. Yeah. Those things are what people personally that always show up on the floor, especially mm-hmm. in Argentine Tango. Mm-hmm. It, it is not uncommon uh, for someone to cry. Yeah. <laughs> at some particular point in their mm-hmm. lesson because it can be frustrating but uh no guts no glory yeah <laughs> you, you have you have you have to have something that you're willing to put up with difficulty mm-hmm. and challenge to uh have the reward on the other side which is um the uh, uh, uh going to a different place a different state a different uh, place where you know no one mm-hmm. And being able to walk into the Tangle community and just uh, speak with people mm-hmm. is such a rewarding feeling. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, with your experience with teaching, uh, what in your in your opinion, what are the best kinds of students to work with? Like, uh, like a beginner comes into your beginner Tangle class. Uh, at the end of the class, you're like, yeah, that lady or that guy, uh, I can I can work with him or her, or they're gonna they're gonna go far. What? What, what, what in your mind uh, tips you off to that? Uh, if they have, if they have strong passion coming in, mm-hmm. uh, they have a good chance. Okay. Uh, if they're very, uh, if they like technique, mm-hmm. they have a good chance. Mm-hmm. If they're determined and like, uh, uh, like to take on challenges, mm-hmm. they have a good chance. So we get a lot of engineers that are into tango, a lot ah. of doctors mm-hmm. that are into tango. Yeah. Uh, if they're if they're fashionable, <laughs> they have yeah. Good chance. <laughs> <laughs> right. I, I know people that like to like to put on the dresses and like mm-hmm. the heels. If people that like the wine, you know, mm-hmm. these things go hand in hand with the the atmosphere. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I find you know if you dress up a little bit at a malanga, you know, you mm-hmm. tend to dance a little better. You know, you look the mm-hmm. part, you want to play the part, and I think that. Yeah, like you said, being fashionable. So mm-hmm. on the flip side of that, what are what are the worst kinds of students? Uh, well, though though I know you don't mean it by worst kind of students, sure, because there, there are no worse uh, students. Mm-hmm. But uh, the kind of students that are likely to not stick around with tango mm-hmm. are uh, those who uh, lack confidence. Mm-hmm. Uh, if tango will either uh, build confidence or it will uh, c- continue to uh, add confidence on to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if uh, if you run from challenges, uh, it's likely uh, tango will uh, not suit you. Yeah. Uh, if you're uh, if you're lacking passion, mm-hmm. you could fall out of tango. Mm-hmm. If if you're if there's no commitment or drive to you, uh, you could fall out of uh, tango. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one of the questions I hate, maybe you, you might find this too, the questions I hate is, how long will it take before I get good at tango? Uh, <laughs> not just in, just in any kind of dance. So mm-hmm. you have a wedding couple call and say, yeah. oh, how long will it take me? I'm like, that's trying to interview your doctor over the phone, young lady. Yeah. You, you, <laughs> we need to see what, what do you work? Are you phenomenal already? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, then then yeah, then you'll or, be all, then you'll be good to go. Walking str- a struggle for you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we it's it's um how long will it take you to learn Spanish? Yeah. Exactly. Great. Yeah, so shifting gears a little bit, James. Um 
So, uh, as you said about dancing, like you're, you're teaching, you've gained all this experience, you're still a student, you're still learning. Um, and as with a lot of people who get really into to dancing, we're always looking forward, we're always improving, and, and we're always, we always feel just we're, we're just a little bit behind where we want to be. Now, there's this weird phenomenon you've probably heard of called uh, imposter syndrome that a lot of entrepreneurs, <laughs> athletes, yeah. everybody has got that. There's that little nagging voice in the back of your head saying, oh, you know, you've only been doing this for X amount of years or you don't belong. It's just that, that nagging voice that we all, we all have. Um, it, it, yeah, everybody who has it thinks they're the only one, but I think that everybody, mm-hmm. everybody has it, that, that little, those little self-doubts. So... Um, how do you how do you fight that? How do you silence or uh, quiet that voice? Well, um, fortunately, that voice doesn't get much airtime in my head. <laughs> I didn't think so. No. Like the voice in my head is mm-hmm. a cool voice. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that voice is like, man, you can do that. <laughs> oh, you can do that. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you could. Uh, because doing anything is just deciding to do it. Mm-hmm. If, if, if that's something that I want to do, then training will get that for me. Mm-hmm. So train and, and get it. So the voice in my head uh, takes me back to elementary school, middle school, high school, mm-hmm. when I'm honor roll student and being able to just, you can do anything. If, if someone can teach it, you can do it. If yeah, somebody okay. else can do it, you can do it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, but uh, you have the times when it's, it's tough and the little, little, little quiet, quiet voice says, is it worth it? Like, yeah. They don't mm-hmm. like you. They're not going to accept you. They, uh, they'll be okay. <laughs> they'll yeah. be okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. Like, exactly. I mean, that voice, it's okay. You, you know, that voice doesn't, it can't tell the future. It, it's, it's just as right or wrong as the voice right. that says you can do it. So, right. So technically that voice can tell the future. Yeah. You just yeah, yeah. tell that voice what to say. Mm-hmm. So as a community leader, uh, you visited many other communities, danced with a lot of other people. What are some things that really a good, effective communities have in common? Uh, a good community is a welcoming community. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Capaseo, mm-hmm. that, that can be a tricky task. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, but I found that when you go to a, a, a new community, mm-hmm. that, that they're welcoming, they're they appreciate that you came to to their place. Uh, when someone comes from out of town and they say, I'm from, oh, my goodness, you're from out of town. We're so happy to have you here. It's like having um, uh, your cousins over yeah. uh, for company. Yeah. And uh, when your cousins come over, that's, it's exciting. We're about to play, about to show you all my toys. Here <laughs> you want to play with this? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but the same toys you won't share with your brother. Mm-hmm. So there's that dynamic in the community. Sometimes going out of the state, you um, you can feel a bit more welcome than when you're at home. Uh-huh. But uh, when you're at home, uh, you see everyone every day. Yeah. You see everyone every week. So it, it's not the same uh, atmosphere. But when you go out of town, it's usually, I found that it's, uh, it's special. Even I've taken beginners out of town with me mm-hmm. uh, to another place. And uh, people will introduce themselves and, and show them around and take them on the floor and are patient with them. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I, I enjoy to, uh, get to another community. Yeah. Yeah. I love visitors, especially when they come in groups. I, I love it. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's the best. Yeah, definitely. So back to learning. So what are, what are some, is there any 
a particular step that you just absolutely love that you gravitate towards? One thing that Chicho told me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, when I first met him, he said there are only two steps in Argentine tango. Uh huh. Open step and a cross step. Yes. <laughs> I understood it when he told me then, but mm-hmm. to a much lesser degree. And as I continue to scrutinize that and and chew on that and and try to get all that I could out of that, mm-hmm. uh, it comes to where there are only two steps in Argentine tango. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And all you have to do is contrast the two steps. Mm-hmm. So I, I do a lot of contrast with uh, very simple movements. Mm-hmm. That, that's why uh, there's no particular pattern. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, opening and cross step. So for those of us out there who are new to tango, open step is like going side to side or cross step is forward back. Correct. Or, um, or how would you describe I, it? I, it was just opened up even more to me. Uh, uh, I just had a coaching with uh, Nick and Diana. Uh, oh, okay. Um, Denver. Yeah. And um, they said something. So I've been studying tango since 2010. Mm-hmm. Nick and Diana just said something to me uh, a couple of months ago, 2017, mm-hmm. that I had never heard before. And it's been years since there's something that I've never heard before. Usually you hear the same thing in a different way. Mm-hmm. Uh, they said something that was completely new to me. Tell me if you've heard this before. Because okay. it was later followed up the very next month. Okay. Uh, they said steps three, four, five of the basic is uh, backside forward. Have you ever heard that before? Uh, backside forward. Uh, steps uh, three, four, five of the eight count basic. Three, uh, the, okay, those are, he says those are actually backside forward. Oh, so it's like taking a, a Molinete apart? Or like, if you go, Yes. Ah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That was that when I first learned that not from them, but from another teacher. Yeah. That blew my mind. I was like, what? And then it made sense. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm I'm sorry. We're (laughs) crossing open steps. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah. Um, so, um, so technically any step in an Argentine tango Mm -hmm. is considered that you only have two sides, a right side and a left side. Okay. So any step on the right side of your body with the right foot is an open step. Mm -hmm. They also consider it to be a side step. It's a right side step. Okay. So whether it goes forward, back, or side, if it's on your right side with the right foot, it's still a side step. Okay. That's how step four becomes a side step in the three, four, five. Okay. Uh, that being said, cross steps or forward or back steps only happen in outside partner. Mm-hmm. So that's that's been um, uh, where I, I've made like a drastic focusing on because instead of saying open and cross steps, I say X's and O's. Every step that you make makes an X or an O. Oh, okay. So then students are, they can clearly feel this is the position of an X. Mm-hmm. And if you're open to your partner, that's an O. Or an uh, open step. Okay. Right. What are some things you have planned for the future? Any big projects or events coming up? Yeah, plenty of uh, plenty of projects, plenty of events. Though I'm scaling back to be more organized first. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I did the uh, uh, the Motor City uh, Tango Fest. Right. And I didn't follow it up this year uh, because mm-hmm. I wasn't organized enough. Uh, I was so gun ho to 
let the people of the Detroit community experience a festival here yeah. because I was having so much fun. That was great. That was a great time. <laughs> uh, it was. Thank mm-hmm. you for uh, coming and doing our Yeah, program. thanks for inviting me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when yeah and then for the, and really quick, I, I got to tell people that um, you actually had a fashion show during, yes. during the, uh, the, the festival, and that was really fun. It was cool. That was cool. That, that whole event was cool. Mm-hmm. That was a really uh, but that's from me going around town, uh, around the country, and just seeing these amazing festivals with uh, orchestras and and dynamic performers and teachers and dancing all day long, and I would tell people I would come back so hype, <laughs> just teaching and sharing and 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 they couldn't really share the enthusiasm because they hadn't experienced it. So I wanted. Uh, the Detroit dancers to experience a festival here. We yeah. have a uh, uh, marathons here in Ann Arbor, mm-hmm. but uh, I hadn't seen a, a weekend long festival. But yeah, that was that was really fun, and uh, yeah, hopefully you'll do it again. I'm sure. Uh, yeah, so I'm looking um uh, get organized and um uh, bring it back uh, next year. Oh, I would love to be there, man. Yeah, loved it. And yeah, we'll... that would yes, indeed. Yeah, excellent. Well, James, wow, this has been really, really good. I think a lot of the our, our uh, Tango students listening to this are going to get a lot out of it. Uh, they're going to find this inspiring. To you again, Joe. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, we'll definitely have to do this again sometime as uh, you know as the Tango journey progresses. Mm-hmm. Before we go, um, where do we find information on you? While we while we plug your site, plug your community. Oh yeah, well we're City Style Tango. Uh, you can find us at CityStyleTango.org. Uh, James Valentino and City Style Tango Dance Studio can both be found on Facebook. Uh, Facebook, we keep a lot of uh, the current pictures and uh, videos and events. So um, CityStyleTango.org is uh, basically where you can find us. Okay, great. I will put that in our show notes. And yeah, definitely go go check out James's community. They are really cool people, really nice. Um, James does a great job. Uh, running the studio if you get a chance make sure you take some classes with him he will he will make you confident <laughs> <laughs> thank you the name of our, our tango series is tango decoded so if you start tango, decoded. tango decoded that's that's where we just started here okay awesome well thank you so much for taking the time james i know you are super busy <laughs> um yeah this is this is great so thank you, Joe. It's been a pleasure. yeah yeah all right well we'll talk to you later then Okay, sounds good. Yeah, bye-bye. Bye. Well, it's always fun talking with James. He's a really energetic guy, and he's very sincere and generous. There was a lot of great stuff he touched upon during our conversation, but what stood out to me was that James, when he was first getting into tango, was really proactive. For most of us, it's really scary to dive right into a new activity that interests us, but if we brush those fears aside and remain proactive in our learning, we'll inevitably find a lot of people who are willing to help us. Another thing worth noting about James is his confidence. Now, I know that many of you listening probably don't have the dance background that he does. We may not be as naturally drawn to the dance floor the way that he is. I know I certainly wasn't. But back when he knew just a few tango steps, he, in his own words, danced the crap out of those steps, and he ended up looking good out there. So if you're new to tango and only know a few figures, even if it's just the walk, get out there and dance what you know. Do it with energy and sincerity. 
It'll show, it'll build confidence, and it will give you a feeling of belief that will serve as a valuable foundation for your Tangle learning. So thank you again very much, James, for sharing your thoughts. And to all of you listeners, thank you again so much for tuning into Joe's Tango Podcast. If you enjoyed this program, it would mean the world to me if you could take one minute to head over to iTunes, leave a five-star rating, a review, and remember to subscribe. We'll have more shows coming to you weekly. I'm Joe Yang. Talk to you again soon.